Hello there. Welcome back to The Current Conservative. It's your favorite girls. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. In a little bit. Mm-hmm. Life got a little busy for us, but yeah. we're back in action. Yes, we are. Yeah. We are here. We are back. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess, I mean, we spent some time together and we actually did have plans to record and then <laughs> yeah. just, you know, time got away from us. So right. we're like, <laughs> we are gonna record in person. It's gonna so be many times. phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. And then what do you know? It's like and our last day. Of the trip, and we're like, we're so tired. And we just, we, we didn't get it. That's yeah. okay, though. We're here. Yeah. We did it. Um, we're here. Speaking of, I guess we can talk a little of our trip. Yeah, sure. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, let's do it. Um, Yeah, we went to Texas in early June, and Sunny and I worked together um, besides doing this podcast. And so we had some fun out in Texas filming for a couple days, and we did. Um, we're working on like this whole unit lesson plan for like talking to your kids about socialism because we really feel like, you know, this organization that we work with, um, we feel like, you know, that message has been lost on this rising generation. Like mm-hmm. kids do not understand like the benefits of economic independence. So when they're in school and they hear these messages about, you know, socialist messages about policies and things that can, you know, eradicate poverty and um, have free health care and free schooling and all of these um, dangerous policies, they buy into it because it's like, oh my gosh, this sounds really great and like the empathetic thing to do. But the conservative movement has not done a good job of communicating our actual policies and beliefs and values yep. to the to the younger generation. So it's we're now in this really dangerous environment where a lot of young people are like totally down for like a socialist politician. Um and so anyway, we did yeah. that. And we and we yeah. like to piggyback for we firmly believe that this has a lot to do with not knowing the history, not mm-hmm. really understanding what socialism entails, what communism is, what it has done to so many nations around the world, the reality of these policies uh, that they promise a lot more than they actually give De- and do deliver. for the people yeah. mm-hmm. and deliver. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Over promise, under deliver every single time. Um, yes. it, like, and to the extreme, it's not talking about like, oh, well, the policies weren't that great. It's like, no, death, famine, starvation. <laughs> <laughs> That's <So>. all. <laughs> That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's what they do. Um, And yeah, so we're really excited about it because there are, I think it's about, it's a little over 3.1 million families in America that are homeschooling And they Mm -hmm. need these resources because a lot of parents want to homeschool their children, but they may not because they don't trust the the government public school system, but they may not know exactly what that entails or how to do it. Or maybe they think like, well, we don't like, are we, can we teach our kids, you know, and it's a lot more simpler than we probably think it is. You are your child's best educator. You are your like biggest fan for your children. So this Mm is the most important role that you can, one of the most important roles that you can play in their lives. And um, we really want these, this information to be available to people as well as like families who are, who 
aren't able to homeschool their kids and have their kids in public schools, but want to have these difficult, challenging conversations with their kids so that they can be prepared and informed and have that conviction on these topics when they are talking to their peers. Uh, Because those conversations will eventually come up because they will interact with people who are literally becoming blue-haired commie liberals and mm-hmm. will challenge them on their positions and we want the rising generation to have all of the information and the knowledge to be able to uh, have those difficult conversations. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is um, a monumental and pivotal time in our country's history as our listeners, I'm sure, know. <laughs> and so with that being said, we're really excited. We will definitely let you all know, all 10 of you yeah. know. <laughs> we have that we will let all of you. <laughs> all 11 of you. Um, yeah. And then. But also uh, we did some like super fun conversations regarding communism mm-hmm. and education and the family. And so that'll be super fun to watch. So you have to look out. <laughs> all of 10 of you will have to look out for that on social media. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. um, um. And then. On that same note, we then flew from San Antonio to Dallas, and we were in Dallas for two and a half days. Actually, more like two days, not even two days. Yeah, it was pretty quick, yeah. Yeah, um, we did a little quick hi-bye, and we (laughs) hopped in, we made an appearance at the um, Turning Point Young Women's Leadership Summit. Yeah, and that was cool. We, you know, we didn't really like see a lot of the speakers, to be honest. We did go and watch Yoni Park because, oh my gosh, hello, her story is unbelievable. First of all, she came out and she was so nervous. She was like, you know, obviously not used to public speaking. And so she comes out. She, first of all, is, I mean, I'm petite. Okay. I'm like 105 pounds soaking wet and um, <laughs> five feet tall, like <laughs> on my tippy toes, basically. Uh, and she's tinier than me. She's so little. She's 80 pounds. She's tiny. She's like she, 80 she, pounds. Is she literally 80 pounds? She said she was like 80 pounds, yeah, on oh the gosh. Joe Rogan podcast, yeah. Wow. Which yeah, she's it, little. That is the most like life-changing podcast that I could have watched because it just clarified so many things for me. I didn't – like uh, this is crazy, but I mean I knew North Korea was a communist country mm-hmm. as I'm sure many people do, but I did not know like to the extent that these people right. are suffering. Like I did was yeah. not aware of that by any mm-hmm. means. So yeah. yeah, to hear her talk about it. Do you know that she's spoken in front of the UN and stuff like so many, like a bunch yeah. of times and yeah. and they were like, we did an investigation and found that, you know, like whatever. Like it's just all because China wear- funds the regime mm-hmm. and they cannot upset China. And they literally sat her next to the North Korean delegation. Wow. Yeah. The, and I she think was they like, like banned her from talking they like won't invite her anymore to speak wait i want to say though when she came out um to speak she was like all nervous and everything and then she's like you know i was thinking backstage to myself yeah that you know no matter what i come out and say no matter how stupid it is i won't be executed (laughs) and like she was like serious and we were just like whoa wow that hit different (laughs) <laughs> that's where we're at <laughs> with everything. Um, Not going to get my head chopped off. Thank you. Right. And so, yeah, that was very a very eye-opening um, 
Mm -hmm. uh, talk to watch. I'm looking forward to listening to that Joe Rogan podcast. And we ended up meeting her and getting a little picture with her. She's so sweet. So kind. I I know. Uh, So sweet. And the most beautiful. I think she's just so stunning. I don't. I mean, what a blessing that like she and when you hear like her whole story, like how she got out and what happened after and just mm-hmm. the trials that she's been through. It's like mm-hmm. I, it's it's incredible for someone to have gone through so much trauma and then be have such a positive like mindset and attitude. And I'm sure there are like <laughs> I'm sure there are many difficult days for her as there are for mm-hmm. everybody. But especially if you're a, a, a what's it called defector of a communist country where you were literally yeah. starved to, de- to death. Um, she has such an incredible like outlook on life and she yeah. has found her faith through it, which is like the most incredible part. Cause I feel like a lot of people, you know, when you go through like difficult times, it's kind of like, well, I was abandoned by God or, you know, I lost my faith because it's like, it's hard to, it's hard to have that outlook, you know? And so yeah. it just is so incredible. But, but yeah, she, when she was sitting next to the, when she was at the UN, she said that she was by herself on the trip and she was like, obviously sat next to, she was seated next to the North Korean delegation. And then when she went back to her hotel room and stuff, she was like, I was like freaking out. Like I couldn't sleep because I was by myself and like, I didn't know if they were going to come and kill me. Yeah. That's crazy. Like in a hotel room, you know? Wow. Like, wow. Insane. When I, um, I got to go to Washington DC for the first time mm-hmm. in March and such a life changing city. I mean, I know our country is clearly like in a wreckage, but, um, that, <laughs> that dumpster city, fire. Yeah. I loved my trip to DC. Um, and I can't wait to go back, but I went I really to the go. museum of, um, communism and mm-hmm. uh, the Victims of Communism Museum, I think it's actually called. And they, I mean, it's a great, a great museum and it's super interactive and there's just a ton of things to read and look at and watch. And one of the rooms um, is you come in and it's like this huge screen. It's like a projector on the wall and it has like this ticking body count basically. And it's <laughs> All like while you're watching the body count go up, it's showing the graph where like communism has basically like taken over. So like it shows like how it's taken over like Russia and then the Eastern Bloc and then how it went into Germany and then it you know obviously came into Cuba and then Laos and Vietnam and all these just all the parts of the world where like communism Mm. has you know been tried and um and then meanwhile you're just watching the body count go tick 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 like all the way up past like 100 million and then they have this other little station where you can basically put yourself in someone's shoes in a communist country and it's like an interactive guide that takes you through and you make decisions along the way and and so I there was one guy from North Korea and he um he wanted to be I can't remember like all the specifics but it was basically like he wanted to be a journalist but he knew the regime was going to come come against him and so he and his little brother ended up fleeing and he was climbing over a gate and like like smashed his leg on the gate and like ripped it open and he had this huge Oof. injury and he had no access to healthcare. He basically had to like, you know, put a tourniquet on his leg and was trying to keep it clean and everything while running from the regime. And he ended oh up having gosh. to like 
have his leg amputated and it was just all this crazy stuff and like they killed his family because he was against the regime mm-hmm. and um at the end of the of the you know interactive guide they tell you like this was actually a real person and he had to make all these decisions and you know oh, this is the, this is the path that he actually took and it just like I don't know, standing there in the museum with all the things and just being surrounded by the, you know, absolute chaos and destruction and death that communism has caused on this world and and so many different societies. It just gave me full body chills. I was like, oh Oh my gosh. gosh. Like there was another story about a woman whose dad was um, a politician against the regime. Like he was like on the uh, opposition party and he was jailed and she was also um, targeted for her beliefs. And I mean, the stories are crazy. Endless, and that yeah. happened. And he was yeah. in Cuba. It was, it, these are like actual real stories. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, these stories have to be highlighted and told and retold again and again. Yeah. Yeah. It, totally. I mean, Yonmi says like uh, that there's a rule in place that they will no- – that nobody will enter – seed in the situation until or unless like 90% of the population is killed. Like if there's 10% of the population left, then they will interfere because they actively want people to die. They actively prevent people from getting food. Yeah. Well, I mean – It's – I mean, it's – it just – it's so hard to – it gets so hard to fathom and to grasp that concept yeah. because we live in the Western culture, which is like, how much can you get? Like consumerism mm-hmm. and just like literally it to a fault, I would yeah. say personally is my belief is that like we are so entitled and we have everything available to us at our mm-hmm. fingertips. Yeah, And you have people living right now in this moment who cannot even like understand that they are so oppressed they can't even speak they don't even have certain words in their language that they don't even Mm -hmm. know how to describe certain things and they are all they want is a bowl of rice like that is what she says like you you cannot and this is such an important piece of the puzzle in terms of like how you create a fear-based communistic society like people who are willing to go into that is by forcing them into positions where they are so desperate and so Mm -hmm. scared and just starving, literally starving because she was like, you can't like think about how you're going to go and fight back against the regime when you're literally starving. You're about to Mm -hmm. die and fall over and there's Mm -hmm. dead bodies everywhere. Yeah. She said seeing dead bodies is as normal as breathing. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Like it just. I mean, there's two things I want to say. So like in my studies of communism and like communist regime seizing power, a lot of people actually believe like that communists take guns first and that's kind of wrong. For the most part, they seize land. Seize the means of production. Yep. They seize land and they do land reform and they do wealth redistribution. Mm -hmm. And so they basically seize the land from the capitalists. Because that's like initial. They can immediately start affecting the food supply and the food chain, the supply chain. And what you're saying is like food is our greatest resource. So then if they can control the land, they control our food. And if they can starve us, then they can control the population into death. Because I think she also Mm -hmm. said something that um, 
was along the lines of basically if they can like keep the population low, it's easier to control. And again, it all goes back to control. So like what we're seeing today with um, the ESG and these the climate initiatives and the climate agenda that is rooted in communism because the governments are going to find an excuse and a way. They're going to create a crisis because never let a crisis go to waste. Solinsky to seize the land. We might still have our guns, but the government's going to be like, oh, actually, for your safety, though, we have to take over this land or we're just going to come and do this on your land and you have to give it to us now because of the climate. The climate's, you know, we need to control this part of the, you know, river or the lake or whatever. Um, And so you have a quota. And so you have to give us everything that you make, too. Right. Well, we're seeing that. And then we'll give it back to you. We'll ratio it out and we'll distribute it equally amongst everybody. We're seeing it in the European. Has anyone been to the DMV? This doesn't work. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we're seeing it in the European Union. Yeah. We're seeing it in the government or the European Union right now. The the specifically the Dutch government is telling the people yeah. um, they can't have like too many cows anymore. Um, they're going to the methane and the climate change. Yes. And the, yeah. So now that's reducing right. the meat right. population. They're going to get rid of meat. The FDA just approved lab grown meat. So do you see what they're trying to do? Like right. they're, they're teeing us yep. up for controlling te- our food yep. source. They're, going to control Controlling our, our movement. Yeah. Meanwhile, we still have our guns. They know that we they can't get our guns. They know that for a fact. So right. ultimately they're their doing plan, all they're just they're kind of hitting all the other bases at yeah, this point until 100%. it doesn't even matter anymore because it's yeah. like they have the control anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um shoot, what was I gonna say about the yeah, I think that because of the climate change thing, like I feel like in the past with communist societies we didn't have the technology that we have now. So it was a lot easier to manipulate people and prop and propaganda was just like easy. It it just, it was more effective because you probably only had like a newspaper, right? Or then there was a TV. There's only like a couple channels. So it's like, Mm -hmm. everybody's kind of watching the same thing. Now that we have like, our society is like so widespread in terms of like technology, social media, like our technology has literally just absolutely exploded. They are preying, I think on, our emotions and like wanting to like do better and like make a better world. So they're still using that lie of like Mm -hmm. utopian society, make a better world. Socialism is the, you know, is the perfect world as they say. But um, because they can prey on our emotions and our emotional life a lot more because they can reach us like so, so easily. Yeah. uh, The climate change thing is so effective because Mm -hmm. it goes right into their agenda of like, it's, you know, we got to save the world. And like, does no one remember that they said that the earth was going to explode or like be underwater 12 years ago and 10 years? You know what I'm saying? Like, it makes no sense. And so I just, I think that people really need to see climate change because it used to be global warming, that this is their new red, (laughs) you know, like green is the new red, as you always say. And it is so true because they can really prey on our on our weaknesses of like wanting to save the fish and the turtles, you know? And it's true. Like there's nothing wrong with like sustainability and like being kind to nature. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but they're the ones literally chopping down entire rainforests to feed us seed oils and our oat milk, (laughs) oat milk. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they are the biggest hypocrites 
to ever walk this earth. Yeah. That is something that I stand by is that being a liberal is being a hypocrite. Period. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a mental disorder. Yeah, Period. I mean, yeah, climate communism. Yeah, it's mental is, illness, truly. Climate communism is on the rise. And the, all the socialist agenda is based around this false sense of empathy and a false sense of security because mm-hmm. they really do buy into people's emotions. They exactly um, yeah. or they play off people's emotions. They want you to feel so strongly about something that you feel like you have to take action on it and they want you to be those agitators in the community and such. And that's probably why they have been like able to get their agenda thus far is because they mm-hmm. are they are the agitators. They are the organizers, you know, and yep. conservatives, we naturally innately want to be like, you know, to ourselves. We're individuals. We just want to take care of like our little like micro our home and our family yeah yeah and we are not we want limited government so we almost kind of think of like that as if like we shouldn't get involved with the government but it's like absolutely opposite we have to control this monster and render it and it brings me to my next point is like I think it's also been forgotten by a lot of people that like our Declaration of Independence actually gives us not only the (laughs) right, but a duty to literally responsibility. Yeah, we have a right and a duty to overthrow our government when it becomes and the actual terminology is a long train of abuses. Yeah. And and usurpations. Yeah. Yes. And so and then it goes on to say basically like. At the end of the Declaration of Independence, they actually talk about the crown and how the prince can have all of these great qualities, but actually, like, he's a tyrant. Like, the crown is a tyrant. At the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's up to the people to literally put the crown in the place. And in other words, put the government in its place. And mm-hmm. have have our independence from the government. Like the government doesn't need to be in all of our freaking business. Okay, like, and so I'm just like I'm yeah. over here ready with my musket. Okay, you tell me when, people. Oh. And I will yeah. be there. Okay, and my bayonet. <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah, we're ready. Oh my we're, gosh, we're not yeah. inciting violence though. But we're not. I mean, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> No, but yeah. seriously, like I am yeah. pa- the patriot. What's yeah, his face? And literally, Mel you know Gibson those memes and the patriot. Like, I'm like, ah! <laughs> yeah. You know that meme? How it's like, um, how I view myself, how my mom views me, how I see me, how my <laughs> friends see me. How I view yeah. me is I am bareback horseback riding on a freaking horse <laughs> yes. over a mountain, holding a flagpole <laughs> with the sun setting in the background. That. Is how I view myself. Okay. Uh, you and, and you me can't, both, sister. You and you me can't both. tell me otherwise. <laughs> With a Bible in the other hand. <laughs> yes, literally. And then how other people see me is like a little chihuahua barking. Yeah, that's how. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's my god! How other people see me? They're like, okay, Allie, we got it. <laughs> Woo! I'm over here oh, talking like, about overthrowing the government. <laughs> Rosie, Rosie. 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 Yes. Oh my gosh. So. Hilarious. Anyway. Okay. Good times. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't make sense now that Allie and I wish that we were born in the American Revolution. Like, yeah. listen, I would take all the hygiene problems to be a part of that oh, revolution. Same girl. I would be like. 1776, baby. Me and ba- Betsy Ross would be like, okay. <laughs> so, so on the flag. 
<laughs> so me and Abigail Adams. Oh, so, girl. <laughs> me and Abigail Adams. Okay, we girl. need more gunpowder, sir. Yeah. <laughs> okay, girl. At night, at dawn, we go and tip the tea over the being <laughs> sunny out there with all the men. We just be like, we would like disguise ourselves as men, literally, like. <laughs> We just pull up our hair. Low pony. Low pony. Low pony. <laughs> oh my god. Is it just low pony? <laughs> oh, we would rock it okay. so hard. <laughs> we would, Honestly, though, and all three We would put those men to shame. Oh, let me at it. Just for a moment, <laughs> gentlemen. Let me at it. You say don't shoot till you can see the white on their eyes. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Watch what I can do. <laughs> Watch what well, I can I do with that rifle, baby. <laughs> George Washington's oh, up there, and just like he ain't got nothing girl. on me. It's like you go, girls. Yeah, we would I taught him well. Yeah, oh there's like a, there's like a weird mix of like being wanting wanting to be like this like sweet traditional wife, and then also just like put me on the front lines, sir. I'm ready. <laughs> my country. <laughs> I mean, if they could only know what our country is gone through and going through right now. Oh, oh boy. You wouldn't even want to know. You wouldn't even want to know what our founders would be doing right now. It would be oh, a man. I up. cannot wait to see them in heaven and be like, listen, I yeah. tried. Yeah, we tried. <laughs> Peace and love. Peace and love, brother. <laughs> you and me both. We had it. Okay. Taking selfies. (laughs) Oh, my fault. (laughs) That long train of usurps and abuses, usurpations and abuses. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, I. Anyways. I'm ready for a new government, though. Um, But I just fear. Uh, For sure. I just fear that we are past the point of creating a new government and it's just going to be chaos. Chaos. Like the. I made a meme, guys. We'll put it on our Instagram, maybe. I made a meme and it says, you know that meme where the lady's like kind of frowning and that she's blonde and then she's kind of like into it in the next slide? Yeah, 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 yeah. Where the it's first like, one, yeah. the first one where she's kind of frowning, it says anarchy. Like, and then the next one, she's like kind of interested and it says the Declaration <laughs> of Independence gives us the right and a duty to make a new overthrow our government. But that's not anarchy. Like anarchy is right because like. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's so – the Declaration of Independence saying that is different from, like, being an anarchist, which is, like, you don't believe in government at all, you know? Yeah. Which is just pure chaos. Like, no, that's not – Yeah, it's kind of like communism, but communism believes in the state. But anarchy is just, like, everyone's going to be just on your own and fine. And it it just doesn't work that way, people. It doesn't. Sorry. You live in La La Land. People naturally want to have unjust power and – rule over others and that has to be limited it is shocking how many people (laughs) quite shocking how many people are actually self-proclaimed communists like oh yeah it baff it i don't understand or have you been living under a rock like what are those people actually like they think what are they reading like what are they it's so ridiculous to me like yeah this is a serious problem i mean that's what makes our work so important because People are not learning this. Like, they're just simply not learning, like, what happened, you know? And it's, like, it's so clear-cut. Yeah. cut and dry. Yep. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's just – It's this mad cycle. It goes back to the fact that, like, yeah, it's a cycle. And it goes back to the fact that communism at its core was – 
created by theologists, by thinkers who were trying to come up with like the best world for people because they lived in a society that was that did have like pretty much two classes. That was mm-hmm. the the elite, the rich, the wealthy, the ruling class, and yeah. the pe- the peasants, the poor. You know, that was like the structure of the society that came before the them. Monarchy, and I think they yeah. were kind of like in the monarchy. They were kind of like in the middle and it was changing and evolving. And so they're like, well, how do we combat this? Because like we don't want peasants on the street, which, yeah, okay, nobody does. But yeah. it also like – Uh, that's what makes America so exceptional and so unique is that we have a middle class where people are working hard, earning a living, can pay their bills, support their families and still have, you know, room to take vacation and enjoy their lives and enjoy their families, enjoy Mm -hmm. their time on this earth, which is so precious, you know? So it's, but like long story short, what I was gonna say is that like, it goes back to this idea that they created this theory that isn't real. Like it's not mm-hmm. based in any reality. It's just no. an idea. It's a, it's a lie. It's just, yeah. well, it's then this it's this, imaginative it's this mad s- world and society that literally doesn't exist. Yeah. And, and cannot it's exist. That, it's uh, what I'm talking about is like the mad cycle when you actually show communists or talk, uh, talk to, you know, just big government to liberals and communists. They're like, Oh, that's not real. That's not the real kind or whatever. And so right. it's a oh, it cycle hasn't been done of, right. yeah. of denying like what's actually been done. So it's just like, and they can't answer what will be done differently. That's the part. That's the point. <laughs> Can you tell us? That's like people yeah. like not wanting to debate, you know, like, yes. they're like, oh, well, you're wrong. But then they don't want to actually have a conversation about it. It's yeah. Like, come, come at me, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, we hope that you enjoyed this little bit of a rant today on yeah. communism, catching you up with our last couple weeks. And um, hopefully, you know, we'll be back on here again yeah. next week. Back on our schedule. Back on the schedule. It's hard with um, it's hard with travel and stuff, especially yeah, when we're together. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. We distract um, each other. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, okay. Yeah, thanks for listening and I hope to have you guys come back next week. Bye. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.